Well, we got the wild card wife in here. It's quarantine edition this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. And Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes here. We are not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although, if either of those things happen, please, please let us know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. Andrea, how's your heart? It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I totally understand. I just do that every time. Yeah. Because it's fun. No, it's good. You know, I started my fifth week of working from home on Monday, and it feels like I've been working from home for six months. Yeah. I'm good. I'm going to make it. I'm going to be fine. I swear. (laughs) swear. It's good. You heard uh, heard the wild card already on. Hey, hey, hon, how's your heart? Yeah. <laughs> We're killing him. It's so uh, funny. Uh, I, I'm I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. 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 This has been a lot. Yesterday we kind of had one of those we got to get out of this stinking house type of thing and uh just we're just going to go for a drive. <laughs> and so uh, we, we ran over to the Little Caesars because they have the contactless pickup. You can just like scan your barcode and, and a door opens and pizza is magically there. It's kind of kind of a beautiful thing. It's amazing. And then we went over to the uh, the airport. We sat at the observation desk and I was excited to like watch a bunch desk, of airplanes. Deck. <laughs> I, I thought I heard him say desk. I'm like, like oh, that's that weird. makes no sense. <laughs> Here on our podcast. <laughs> so I was, I'll just say like, I was really happy that we were able to do the intro in one take. <laughs> Nor- normally it's quite a bit more than just one. Um, so we're sitting at the uh, observation deck and I was excited to see all the planes come in and, and like leave. Uh, and, and then I got really sad because we were there for, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes and saw two planes land. It mm, wasn't great. I'm surprised you saw that many. I didn't. I didn't think there would be that many. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's crazy. It's, uh, so I got sad, and so we put on some Disney songs and drove home. That's that's how yesterday went. Disney makes everything better. It. it I. I believe you. <laughs> so, so your <laughs> heart's not great, is what you're saying. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yesterday I was done. I was done with everything. Yeah, and uh, today today's been a lot better. So um, yeah, hope, hopefully hopefully things will go. Um, you know, last Sunday we did. I'll, I'll be honest with you, we caught a little bit of heat about not including some candies. Uh, I don't know. Did anybody reach out to you about about our what it, what was missed? I thought it, y'all covered it pretty well. Apparently, the Cadbury caramel egg um, should have made an appearance. Eh. What? No, it wasn't on any of my lists that I when I was researching. So clearly, nobody else in the world cares about that. Oh, shots Ouch. fired! Sorry, to our one I'm sorry. Listener. That was a hot take. <laughs> I apologize. Um, also, last Sunday was a. I mean, <laughs> other than a great episode Whoops. about Easter candy, it was also Easter. Yes, also that. <laughs> also, you know, the linchpin of our faith. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry about it's it. All right, it's we fine. didn't forget the linchpin. Yeah, 
Should I not? Is linchpin like not something you can say? I don't know. It just sounds harsh. (sighs) (laughs) This is what it's going to be, guys. There's a reason that we're calling this quarantine edition. It's because we spent a lot of time with each other. I told him about a week ago. I I just looked him dead straight in the eye and said, I'm sick of you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Well, I mean, that was just that was just a Thursday for me. <laughs> that was Thursday before that quarantine. Had, yeah, that had nothing to do with, with the quarantine at all. Way too much time together. Uh, you did see that whole thing with Michael Bublé and him elbowing his wife because they're getting interviewed. Did you see that? No. Oh, like he's getting all kinds of flack for being abusive because he apparently elbowed his wife. I mean, it happens sometimes. Well, oh, I mean, like, seriously, that's what you just did. It was an accident, right? Oh, so, uh, yeah. It does not look like it's an accident. Oh, he was telling her to show. Oh. Yeah. Hola, chicos. Hola, chicos. Hola, chicos. Yo soy Miguel Burabuja. And me muy, muy... Hold on. That was it? Yeah. Just the... Hey. Uh-huh. Wow. He elbowed her, like... In the side? I thought it was like her face or something. No. Gosh, the way you oh. were talking about was like, like she like no. broke her nose. No, but, but I mean, seriously, people were like all up in arms about it. Nothing better no. to do. I mean, we're friends. That's people are do. bored. Yeah. So how was your Easter, Andrea? Did you get, you got to actually go, you actually got to go to a church building. I did. I was, so I went to church um, to work. So I run, I am running front of house projection stuff. For all of Bethesda's online online streaming services, um, so yeah, I was there. So there pe- were- for people who don't understand front of house, what does that mean? That's like lyrics, uh, scripture, or and things like that that Pastor Dan has. So what I'm what I'm having to do is use both sides sides of my brain because we have one computer that goes to the streaming the streamer, and then we have one computer that goes to the LED wall in the youth hall. Yeah, so. When we want a video to play on both, I have to click both at the same time and try to get them to play at the same time. No, that that sounds hard. It's not. <laughs> it's not for me. I nailed it. I, like I, I nailed it on Sunday because we had right, we were playing well, the uh, <laughs> choir video. I was very impressed yeah. with myself. So no, listen, anyway. I uh, I, I I love that. I also love that the Bible says that pride comes before the fall. <laughs> So I'm really looking forward to this Sunday when there's a half second delay between two. Nope. It'll it won't be, happen. Okay. It'll, okay. I'm ex- okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, the choir video came out pretty well. I was, uh, I was excited to see all the work that our, 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 our good friend Cliff Stiegel had done. So I, I thought it came, came across really well. The people that I've shared it with have said that it was, a. Uh, that it was a uh, really impressive, you know, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of other church did churches did things that were similar. Uh, but I just want to say like, ours was really good. Ours was really like, good. And we had 86, like 86 a lot of people submitted, which is insane. Yeah. So you, your great. solo was beautiful. You did well, thank so, you. so good. So very good. I, um, I recorded that in my apartment, uh, in the middle of the day last week, uh, like at, lunchtime and i was really afraid of getting too loud because of my neighbors because i share a wall with yeah. my neighbors where where i was recording i was like i can't like i can't get as loud as i want to because i'm afraid they're gonna come like start pounding on the door <laughs> oh that would have been so great if just when, in the middle you just hear like dum, dum. i know 
have been awesome. <laughs> I was totally waiting on that because I recorded not just the solo, but I recorded my my choir part too, the alto. And I was singing. We alto. get it. You're talented. Got no. it. Okay. Oh my move gosh. On. <laughs> well, I was up in this room. Recording my part. Yeah. And I didn't get self-conscious about it until about the last four or five measures. Because I'm right. a first soprano and I'm like, and it's like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> these people are going to get really mad at me here in just a minute. They're, so they're and up here, uh, it's like a megaphone. So yeah, yeah, I, it was that last note for me because I was singing alto one and I was like, man, this is this is the one that they're going to. And then I swear about two minutes after I got done recording, I heard a siren outside and I thought they called the police because they thought somebody was dying. That's absolutely what they, they thought was happening. But no one ever showed up at my door, so I think I was fine. Speaking of Easter, did you see uh, Elevation put out a song uh, about Easter called Rattle? Have you have you seen this? I have not. Okay, it's, it's a good song. It's real good. Saturday was silent Surely it was through But since when has impossible Ever stopped you Friday's disappointment It's Sunday's empty tomb Since when has impossible Ever stopped you Anyway, I thought that it's just a it's just got a good kind of a good jam to it. Uh they released it right around the Easter time. So I I just it's very apt. There's some good music going on. Yeah. Bethel also released an album this week called Peace. Did you see this? I saw it. I haven't I haven't had a chance to listen to any of it yet, but yeah, I saw that. Well, there there's a lot of uh there's a lot of songs that we would already know on here. Uh Surrounded, Raise a Hallelujah, Goodness of God. Um, reckless love, king of my heart, uh, the, those no longer slaves, the blessing, you know, so it's, it's a good compilation, but their, uh, their song peace is also, um, I think, I don't know. It's just kind of apt for the time. Yeah. So I might listen to it to go to sleep. <laughs> nice Probably Probably what they had in mind, right? Listen, my, I need some sleep. <laughs> um, well, speaking of then, Bethel, they they I read an article this week that said um, they've opened online healing rooms. Did you read that? No. Yeah, to help people deal with stress and anxiety brought on by the coronavirus pandemic. So they have an in-person healing ministry at local hospitals, which obviously is paused or suspended right now, along with their services. Um, but they have mobilized volunteers to take the healing ministry online so that people can continue to receive uh, spiritual support while observing uh, social distancing rules. Uh, Chris Gore, the head of healing at Bethel, told the Washington Post that some 700 healing volunteers are working together to make the ministry available seven days a week um, over the Internet. They're receiving about 100 calls a day from around the world, with the most common requests being about stress relating to the coronavirus pandemic. That's cool. That That's awesome, because, I mean, there's a lot of people having a lot of stress, people needing to talk to somebody, and so um, yeah. so, so that's that, that's for real good. <clears throat> um, also, on the, the music front, 
did you see, um, and, and since we were talking about doing that compilation video, did you see Lauren Daigle did one? I, I did. I watched, I watched some of it. This is uh, Still Rolling Stones, the social distancing version. <laughs> love came calling, rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up, six feet under, I thought it was over, in answer to prayer, the voice of a savior. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren uh, got in on that social distancing video, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. What, what else is going on this week? So... I saw this article this week. This is the headline. It says, this pastor says he accidentally preached his online sermon with goofy filters on. I saw this. Did you see that? He had like the googly eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't... It's so... The picture is so great. Like... He's he's wearing a, a hat anyway, so it's not. It would have been funnier if he had been like in a suit and tie, but he's just sure. he's super casual. But it's hilarious because he's got these big giant googly eyes on his on his face, and it is so it is so funny. And and this is what it says: it says there's no playbook for what church is supposed to look like right now. So maybe it's no surprise that in at least one church, it looks like a pastor who alternatively appears to be a cat person, a wizard, a googly-eyed weirdo, and other decidedly non-pastoral creations. Uh, Listen, I I think that youth pastors everywhere are trying to figure out how to replicate this on purpose. Oh, yeah. They want it. They want it to. They want to do it, but make it look like an accident because it's funnier if it's an accident. Anyway, he's uh, he's from Emmanuel Baptist Church in Butler, Missouri. So that was fun. I was excited to see that. It's okay. It's okay to laugh at laugh at ourselves, y'all. It's okay. Nobody knows what they're doing right now. So don't worry about it. Anything else? So here's here's a feel good story. Um, Tyler Perry bought seniors groceries at 73 different grocery stores this week. So across the U.S., many grocery stores have been moving towards implementing a senior hour in which the stores limit customers to older folks who are at greater risk of a lethal case of COVID-19, allowing them to shop in relative safety or at least more safety. Um, Of course, the economic downturn has made paying for groceries even more of a stress than it already is. But shoppers at nearly 75 different grocery stores found that stress relieved on Wednesday when media mogul Tyler Perry bought their groceries. Perry called up 44 gro- uh, Kroger's in the Atlanta area and 29 Winn-Dixie's in his hometown of New Orleans, telling them that he'd be covering the groceries bought during their senior hour. Isn't that cool? That's Tyler really Perry's cool. A, he's a cool guy. Um, I have a bit of sad news today. Oh, okay. We can do some sad news for sure. Netflix has canceled its Messiah series. Conf- I saw that. Confirming that there will be no season two of the show. Yeah. That's, Why? Because uh, they're social distancing? Um, or they can't like have production? Or It says that reports have claimed that one factor which influenced Netflix choosing to cancel the series is the show's necessity to shoot in various international locations. The streaming service did not feel comfortable given the current global situation with coronavirus-related lockdowns affecting countries all over the world. So I guess they felt like they couldn't shoot even when the shoot here in the U.S. even when it it's lifted. I don't I don't really know, but that's 
That's what reports say. Well, the the guy who played one of the FBI agents, mm-hmm. um, he put put something on Instagram, and uh, it's important that I read the whole thing. Okay. I don't know why, but I I feel like it is. It's a very sad day today. I've just received news from Netflix that there will be um, no season two of hashtag Messiah. I wanted to say to all my fans, thank you for your support and love. We loved our Netflix home. We wish things were different. Hashtag no season two. Hashtag Messiah Netflix. Hashtag canceled. Hashtag devastated. Hashtag Netflix. Hashtag we will muss you. We will what? Muss you. We've all done it. Mixed up the I and the U on the keyboard, but... That's exactly. But we will must you because you can't get that autocorrect on a hashtag because it doesn't know. No, that's why you proofread, guys. Always proofread your hashtags. Always proof. Listen, and and you're on Instagram, the place where everybody changes everything before they post it. I don't know why. (laughs) You can always go back and edit. Delete still works. Yeah, unfortunately, that they, that's been canceled. I, and it's not even like furloughed or pushed back. It's just straight just up canceled. canceled. So that's... We're never going to know if he was a hashtag fraud. He was... Uh, no, I think that he was definitely hashtag legit. <laughs> legit. <laughs> oh, so. no. That's funny. Did you also see... This is, this is just... Listen, I hope that you didn't see this. And I apologize for bringing it up because it means that someone might actually go and do this. Christian rock band Skillet has launched a new video game based on their their single Save Me. Have you seen this? I have not. So um, I'm going to I'm actually going to play it for uh, play it for Julie. So (laughs) so that she can see what this video game looks like. Um, and she'll just have to describe it as as I play it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna play it like you're, right now. Not you're playing a video, or you're playing the game. I'm gonna play the game. You want me to literally describe it? Or I would like to give you my reaction. I would like for you to to describe it as uh, describe as what you're this. seeing on the screen, Julie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you choose little players. One's name's John, Jen, Seth, and Corey, and they all are like 16-bit Nintendo. I think 16 is is really, really high praise. I think we're closer to like 8-bit Final Fantasy Nintendo. So um, They look like um, emo versions of Zelda characters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good. So, yeah. Very, very good description. All right. So who, who should I be? John, Jen, Seth, or Corey? I, I'm thinking Jen because she's got the pink hair. Okay. So let's go pink hair next. All right. Um, rules. Use your keys to help save Skillet. Watch out for the fire, water, and monster hands. Got it. Okay. What do you see in here, Jules? It looks like Pac-Man. <laughs> with that- what in the world? With little fires. What's that little thing up above? It looks like a coyote or a llama. <laughs> I think those <laughs> might be the monster hands that we were. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Some monster hands. And little keys, and you're <laughs> and you're eating the little bubbles like yeah. you would in Pac-Man, and you're trying to go around. Wow, they put a lot of effort into this. Let me tell you, I I disagree. I think I could have done this in my seventh grade computer science class. Well, that's the thing. I think that what happened is is that one of these kids, since they can't be uh, 
like playing music anymore, that what they're doing is that they're letting their kids uh, do that Steam program. Or and, what's that one that Jill plays on? Um, Scratch. Scratch. Yeah. 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 Scratch. yeah. All right, Jill's. Yeah. This this looks like something that was done by Scratch. Oh, get, oh I'm going to get hit by the water bottle. Apparently, yeah. you can't get hit by a water <laughs> a bottle. A water bottle, the flame, or the creepy hands that look like llamas. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Llama, but llama. You're about to get eaten by the creepy hand. Ooh. You got to die so you can see what happens. Oh, you just start over. Okay. There's like nothing going on here. This is it. This is the whole game, guys. Well, is there like a do 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 do? No. No, there's nothing like okay. that. There's no. Yeah. All right. That was wow. it. Wow. All right. Well, I, I say uh, since uh, my my beautiful wife is sitting here next to me and we've survived this long in the quarantine, let's see if we can uh, change that by 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 <laughs> doing the wild. See if we can make it make it better. <laughs> I mean, listen. One of two things is going to happen from here, but it'll never be the same. <laughs> never. All. That's all I know. <laughs> all right, so here, here she is. Mm. There she goes. All right, hey, hun. Hey. Okay, so um, I see that you have some cards in front of you. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know what these are. They are wild cards. Oh my gosh. Okay, of course. I mean, I love it. She came prepared. I like it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. She might be more prepared than we are. Oh, 100%. No, no, listen. <laughs> listen, sometimes I just show up and I just respond to whatever you have. Oh, wait, I should have told yeah. you that. Sorry. Yeah, I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think I wanted to know that. Okay, so um, okay, so these are wild cards. So what, what's, the, uh, what, what's the idea here, hon? So... I'm I'm planning, I have a whole series of games I want to play with you guys. And for this series, it's just going to be a simple draw the card game. And Wait, hold on. I kind of feel like, what's that horror movie? Do you want to play a game? Isn't that a horror movie? <laughs> oh, you, do you mean Saw? The, the, the... Yes. <laughs> I want to play a game. Gosh, y'all make me sound so evil. I'm a total sweetheart. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I've got all the buttons. All right. Well, all right. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Let's play your game. (laughs) Yeah. So I have seven cards in my hand and you'll get to pick pick a card and then you have to um, talk about whatever topic is on the card. Pretty straightforward. Okay. So Andrea, pick a a card from one to seven. Six. Okay. The moment I realized I was a grown up. Oh, okay. The moment... I realized I was a grown-up. Okay. By the way, if if you're wanting to play this game at home or with uh, with friends right now during house party or something like that, make sure you write your uh, your your checks to to Dropping Sunday right. care of Wildcard Wife. We won't we won't send you any merchandise, but we do expect to be paid for it. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Absolutely. Okay. Listen, times are hard, guys. Listen, we're trying to stay upbeat here, but also, <laughs> really, also, checks can be written anyway. Um. Okay. Do I need to answer first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you yeah, if you know. Okay. Your thing. So I think the moment I realized I was a grown up, which let me just say this first of all, there are still times that I have 
doubts about that. Like, <laughs> yep. Um, the first time I think I had that realization was probably my very first like real job interview. Sure. I was 20 years old, uh, almost 21, and I was interviewing at Bethesda for my job at Bethesda. Okay. So jo- I, we had just moved back here from, from Mississippi, and Josh Geary had come to me. I, I guess you could say that technically when I interviewed at Hobby Lobby, that was my first real job interview. And they didn't I did work there for three you? months. No, they did. I worked there for three months, and then I quit to yeah. take the job at Bethesda. Well, I mean, listen, be glad that you did. Otherwise, you know, they would have put your life at risk to get the Rona. Seriously. <laughs> um, so I went and interviewed at Bethesda, and I interviewed with a gentleman from our church. He was on the personnel committee at that time. And I remember he asked me, how... So, th- because I'd be working in the youth department, I'd be collecting money for trips and events and things and keeping track of it. He said, how do you feel about uh, working with money? And I answered him, I, s- I swear, this is actually what I said. Well, I don't really like handling money because it's kind of gross. It's got a lot of germs <laughs> on it. <laughs> I don't think that's what and he's he ca- talking about. <laughs> nope, that's not what he meant at all. And he just kind of <laughs> stared at me for a second. And then I was like... But also, I'm really good at counting it. Honestly, my brain just like, anyway. So I think it was when I left there that I thought, okay, Andre, you got to like get your stuff together because you need a job that pays more than what Hobby Lobby was paying and you need this job. So I I can't believe hired you after that. (laughs) Listen, I wasn't interviewing with him. He probably wouldn't have. (laughs) Okay. The funny thing is, we we joked because <laughs> was in that interview purely as like a witness, as like just an extra person in there, a female in there with me. With churches are so weird. I know, and she didn't want to hire me because she had someone else in mind for that job. Yeah, and she said I was too young, I didn't have any experience, all of this stuff. She didn't want to hire me, and she hates you to this day. No, she <laughs> loves me. And I helped her with so many things. And so every time, every once in a while, like when I would be helping her with her Excel file, I would remind her of, remember how you didn't want to hire me for this job? Yeah. And she would, oh, stop it. You, you need a millennial anyway. to figure out how to run these electronics, crazy doodads. Listen, Microsoft Excel, it is, it's tough. Yeah. It's, it's so rough. yeah, that's that's probably when I realized I was an adult. It was either in that interview or like right after. So I don't know the very moment that I that I realized that I was an actual adult, but I do realize when I one of the first grown up decisions that I made. I had a uh, an Isuzu rodeo. Remember, remember Susie Radios? And so it was, mm-hmm. it was just enough of an SUV that I could probably hit a cardboard box on the road and be okay. And I'm driving down the highway and I see a cardboard box on the road and I swerved away from that cardboard box because I didn't know if I hit it, what damage might happen to my vehicle that I would then have to pay for. And I realized at that moment, <laughs> that was an adult decision. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm a grown-up now. Now I'm going to go back and heat up a Totino's pizza and play Xbox. So yes. we were married already. Yeah, yeah, we were married already. That's <laughs> totally. the sad part. 
Also, the I think the first time you choose to eat at home rather than eat out is also a good indication of being an oh. adult. Well, in that case, it was freshman year. Whenever I realized I ain't got no monies, <laughs> I ain't got no monies. <laughs> what What about you, Jules? What What was the moment you realized you were growing up? Um, I'd have to say like not the first job. One of the like the second job I had out of college, I was working for my dad, helping him out for a little while. And he started having some health problems. And I realized I didn't want to work for my dad and work for my dad. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was it. And I, I, I wanted to be completely independent yeah. in that situation and let my dad be my dad. So I think that was probably when I felt like I was an adult. Yeah. I, I don't know that it's necessarily like when I felt like I was an adult or, you know, when I felt like, I, uh, you know, I made it or whatever, but my, my last podcast that I had cold coffee with, uh, with my buddy, Eric, we talked a lot about a lot of work things. And my dad called me up one day and we were just talking about some different things and he had been listening to the show and he, he said, uh, well, you know, Hey, would you ever be interested in coming and working for me? I was like, yeah, I'd I'd be interested, but I'd never do it. And he was like, (laughs) well, why? And I was like, well, because I don't know that I could have you be my dad and my boss. So Um, so I, I'd like One to keep those other. two things. Yeah. Keep those two things separate if at all possible. So yeah, I, I completely understand. All right. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have to pick a card now. Okay. okay. Uh, make it a good one. Number four. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Take your pills. <laughs> Saved by the bell. Um, yeah. Okay, guys, that's a show. We're just gonna, okay, no, this youth group topic was way overrated. This youth group topic was way overrated. Okay. This youth group topic <laughs> was way. I'm th- I know all, all the things that are going through Seth's head right now. So, oh man. Okay. Granted, we were youth right. group. We, we were we, youth, youth pastors. Yeah, we were youth pastors. <laughs> so I'm trying to like be really careful because some of those, some of my old kids listen to this show. Um, now that you're an adult, you went through life in the youth group yeah. and you're probably super involved. Sure. And now that you're an adult, you're like, why was that such a big deal? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got a good one. Okay. Then you go because I'm going to try to edit myself while you talk. <laughs> okay. I I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, but we had a time in our youth group where we said we were not going to listen to secular music anymore. Dang it. That was going to be mine. Okay. And we all brought our CDs and literally broke them. And now I'm so mad because I broke my Hanson CD. Wow. And I loved Hanson. I think I broke Hanson. Um... Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I broke all three of those. Nice. What was I thinking? I don't. I don't think God told me to do that. No, I mean I'm going to tell you right now. I don't think so either. But um, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure these kids were Christian. Listen to them teenage boys over there humming and hawing and and moaning and groaning. Yeah. Oh my word! I love. I love this. I love this. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Come back to us, Andrea. Come back, Come back to us. Done. Um, Purchased. Okay. 
man, I there's just hmm. Ah. <laughs> um <laughs> okay. I'm gonna do two. One from when I was in youth group and one from when I was in a youth when I was a youth pastor and how I handled that one. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I don't, he's, if he's going to tell a story, this is bad news. Yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> it's real bad. Um, okay. So when... Mm. Okay. When I was in, uh, when I was in youth group, uh, there, w- it was at the height of purity culture. Are you are, are you familiar uh-huh. familiar with purity yes, culture? True love weights. Um, oh, I had oh, yeah. a true love weights ring yes. that I wore until my wedding day, and then took off that ring and put on a wedding ring. I might have been involved in purity culture, y'all. It's just it is, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I got so much flack for dating the ladies. I like I mm. like to date the ladies. I really did. I've, and I get it, guys. I get it. When you look at me, I give you off like a very- You like double names, too, so- Shush. I, I get it because um, I might have dated another girl named Julie. Guys, it's not a big deal. Like right before me. It's not a big deal, okay? Forget it. God. And so- <laughs> It was a real big deal, guys. Hey, hey, side note real quick, everybody. It was a real big deal. And uh, I still- I still haven't won. I, it, we've been married for almost 17 years. Still, it's a thing. Okay. Um, but it's I used. Not. Well, you just brought it up on my podcast. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't tell me it's not. <laughs> Please. It's still a thing. Anyway, so. Um, that chick like... wasn't even close to my level. Oh, wow. I'm on a new level. Um, I like it. So. Uh, okay. So back on track. Let's get back on the rails. So. <laughs> I understand that I give off a feminine energy and I was a music major and I understand what everybody thinks about that. I get it. People I've had, I've definitely had people be surprised that I was married to a female. I'm just saying like, I get it. I completely understand, but I've always been into the ladies. And so, um, I got so much grief for, for dating around and, and Mm -hmm. going on dates and having girlfriends. And it was Mm -hmm. like a big deal. Hey, here, here's something. I'm just going to tell it, tell it like it is. I was a virgin when I got married. And, and I just want to say it was such a big deal that I dated people. And like that, that topic was way, way overrated. Whenever it's like, I literally like, I didn't take a single person's virginity, not a single one. I don't know why anybody was getting on my case and why they're trying to slut shame me because I like to kiss. I don't understand, but <laughs> That happened. That was also during the whole I kiss dating goodbye thing, which that author has since recanted. So, yeah. 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 And also a side note, um, a girl once broke up with me by handing me that book. So I thought that was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, got her. I made her spit something out. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, didn't you didn't you also get broken up with uh, a girl broke up with you because she got called to the mission field and you didn't? Or did you break up with her? Um, no, that was when I should have broken up with her. Instead, I... That probably should be taken uh, out. Um, it. <laughs> but I had girls coming up to me when we kept our relationship a secret yeah. because we knew that that was going to be like an issue. And so I had girls once they, it leaked out that I was 
dating Seth Johnson saying, oh, he likes he likes all the girls. Like, really, you're dating him? And I'd be like, yeah, we've been together for like four or five months now and you didn't even know. So, yeah. But that's funny. Also, yeah, I, I, I'm a 19 year old dude. Guess what? I like the girls. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Now, as a youth pastor, the question that kept coming up time and time again when can we drink alcohol? That <laughs> was the time, time and time again. Can can we drink alcohol? And so, um, I mean, it was just. And I had smart kids in my youth group, and they would be like, "Listen, Jesus did it. Why? Why are we being hypocrites? Why can't we do it?" And so, this was my answer then. It's my answer now. In America, you got to be twenty one years old to drink. So until you turn twenty one, this decision's off the table. Whether or not it's a sin doesn't matter. It's illegal. So, so there's that. Gotta abide by the law of the land. Yeah. And so, so let's start there. If you get the, to the spiritual maturity at 21 years old and you want to come and have this conversation with me, come on, I'll buy you a beer. That's what I, that's why I would tell every single one of them. You know how many of them took me up on it? Six. There's only seven kids in our youth group. I guess that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> I, that's a joke. Guys, that's a joke. Gosh, that, <laughs> but you better believe that <laughs> was one of them. Surprises me zero. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So there. That so there also that. wasn't his first beer, probably. No. Oh, no, it also, wasn't. Because I. So, yeah. Oh, I'm taking that part out for sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, that was a thing that happened. Also, I don't think I still I don't think his parents know that he drinks today. So, um, uh, yeah, they do. His, his mom may not, but his dad, <laughs> dad definitely, definitely does. does. Oh, his dad maybe, but I don't think <laughs> knows. If or if she is uh, willfully in denial about it. All right, we got we got a little bit of time left. Let's uh, let's do one more round. Okay. Okay. Why don't you pick? Uh, let's do number two. <laughs> oh, All right, here we go. My spe- <laughs> uh, my special talent is. <laughs> oh no! You can't say singing. I'm gonna what go back to the like last that? segment about being. Never mind. Um, nope. Mm-mm. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I do not All approve. Right. <laughs> All right, special talent. <laughs> What's your special talent? Okay, okay, we get it. You don't approve. <laughs> I don't approve okay. what's happening right now. All right. What's your special talent? I don't know that this is a special talent, but it's something that I do that a lot of people may not realize, but I do like hand embroidery. Yes. Oh. And so I embroider like dish towels and yes, all sorts she's of random 75. things like that. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. She said it's because you're 75. <laughs> Listen, I really am. <laughs> I was born in the wrong decade, I think. Um, uh, yeah, so I do I do hand embroidery. I haven't done it in a while. I, now that I'm stuck at home, maybe I should get it back out. Yeah. Julie, what's your special talent? Um, I can wave my eyebrows and make my tongue do weird things. Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. So. Mm-mm. 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 Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> and then I 
can like I can like do the wave with my eyebrows and like make them do different things all at the same time. Kind of I'm doing it fast, so it kind of looks like I'm having a seizure right now. But yeah, a little bit, yeah. This is such a coronavirus topic. Yep, it sure is. Okay, um, I would say uh, okay. Here's the weird thing. I kind of exploit every talent that I have. I don't have anything that are, that's hidden. I'm like I'm like out there with all of mine. What both of mine? I'm out there with both of my talents. Yeah. So, all right, we got time for one more card. Are you gonna for Are you gonna do a four straw? No, I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do one more and then do it. We'll do the four straw because okay. the next one's important. Okay, then I'm gonna do this one. <laughs> that face. You better do what she says. Blank is my jam. Okay. Blank is my jam. All right, and so you you mean like. This is like my song that I jam out to, right? Yes. That's yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah, but don't worry. Okay. I already have yours pulled up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to start jamming out to this song again. All right. <laughs> You're so still good. dancing. The music's off. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it was not off in my head. Um. Okay, so the other day... At we had a virtual a virtual happy hour at work and we were asking these like random questions. And the question was, if you were a baseball player, what would your walk-up song be? And I had a yeah. hard time picking one. And then I was driving down the road the other day and it came on the radio and I realized this is my walk-up song. Uh, it's Pat Benatar, Heartbreaker. Ooh, Heartbreaker. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. Yeah, so that I I jammed to that anytime it comes on the radio. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, Jules, what about you? What's your what's your? Well, I have a fun one. Um, that's party in the USA. Oh, yeah. And I kind of have a tradition where every year, the last day of school. Now, my kids don't particularly like to partake in this. They're like, mom, you know, kind of thing. They get all embarrassed. But I pulled the car all the way back, as far as I can in the parking lot, roll down the windows, turn this all the way up, and the second it hits the drop, I throw my hands up, and I peel out of the parking lot. I do that every time in the last day of school. I like it. And then I have, like, it's my jam thing when I'm, like, angry and I need to get, like, fired up. Here's the deal. I'm going to go ahead and play it because you don't even have to say it because I'm so (laughs) used to having to sing it for you to get you pumped up for mostly work meetings. Eye of the Tiger. Am I right? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. That, that oh. one will get you, that'll get anybody going, right? Like, if it doesn't, so. there's something wrong with you. Oh, all right. So, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to tell on myself here. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen up, y'all, because this is it. The beat that I'm banging is delicious. Burger. 
definition no, okay, I'm just joking. Guys, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to have one that people have actually heard of oh, before no. because if I just did like Christian ska songs of the 90s, it probably isn't going to land oh, no. as well as I needed to. But um, this is actually uh, this has actually been my jam song for like my, my hype song for a little bit. This is a uh, satisfied from Hamilton. I remember that night. I just might regret that night for the rest of my days. I remember those soldier boys to head over themselves to win all praise. I remember that dream like candlelight, like a dream that you can't quite place. But Alexander, all that so it, it, it's just got the right kind of rhythm just to kind of get me pumped up regardless of what needs to be done. Then again, I mean, there are songs that I'll listen to when I'm doing spreadsheets. I'll listen to like heavy metal. Then there's songs like if I'm doing like for real because I don't like spreadsheets. So I'll listen to like full on people screaming at me um, to get me to finish quicker. Um, if I'm I do doing, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm doing, if I'm writing HR emails, like emails that are like two people, it'll usually be something along the lines of like a Mumford and Sons or something along like that, just to make sure that I'm being nice to people. Um, yeah, that's mostly, mostly it. That's, that's um, hilarious. All right, we got, we got one card left. <clears throat> what would you tell your younger self, Ode to Class of 2020? Mm-hmm. So this is our Ode to the Class of 2020, the people who are graduating uh, even though they're not being able to like go to school and I feel really bad because my senior year was awesome. Um, and I, I feel bad because they're missing out on it. It's why I haven't posted a senior picture. I don't like that idea. I mean, it's cool if you do. I mean, it might be, you're not for me this week. That's fine. Yeah. But okay. If I could tell, okay, I got it. I think I got it, but you, I, I want to, do you have anything, Miss Andrea? So, I would tell my younger self and I would tell this graduating class, my senior year was wonderful. I I had a great time, loved it with my friends. But what I would tell myself and what I would tell this year's graduating seniors, especially in light of what's going on with them, is that looking back now for me, 18 years later, because this this May will be 18 years since I graduated, it's such a blip. The things that come after it are so much better. Not because your senior year is not great, because it is, but it's it shouldn't be the peak. It, you 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 aren't peaking right now at 18 years old. You're just not. You've got so much more life ahead of you, and you've got new friends that you're going to make, and new experiences, and and new jobs, and new new relationships. All of these new things they keep coming, and so as awful as it is right now that you are not getting to experience the last couple of months of your senior year. And it is, and my heart breaks for you. Just know that what comes after your senior year is still an, still uphill. You have not peaked. This is not the best that it's going to be. There's more to come. There's more experience. There's more life and it's going to be great. And you're going to, you're going to look back and say, it's okay. It's okay that my senior year was messed up because what came after it is so good and so exciting and so fun that it that it's okay. Yeah. I, I remember back to like my senior prom where I got to go with um I got to go with a friend from church who we weren't like romantic like we literally just like I needed a date. She wanted to go, let's go. Um I got to hang out with all my friends from school. Uh, I went with my best friend. We we left early. We crashed another prom 
like in like we we just had like a like a really kind of a killer night and so those are the type of things where i'm like man i I feel bad that those amazing times that i had were amazing because of the people that i was with and so that's why i feel bad for our seniors right now is that i realized that what made that time so great was the was the people that i was around what i would if i got the chance to go back and talk to an 18 year old seth this is what i tell him Hey man, I just want you to know that the next 20 years of your life are going to be crazy. And you need to be okay with that now. Because at the end of that 20 years, you're going to be happy. And throughout that 20 years, you're going to be happy. And when you look back at the sum of joy and sadness, joy is going to outweigh sadness a million to one. And so the path that you're on, stay on it because, dude, you've got a good life. And I'm going to tell you that the 18-year-old me needed to hear that (laughs) because there was just kind of a consistent burden on me to try to develop something amazing and um, need a great expectation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to create something great with my life. And, and I just kind of never, um, I would also tell him that next year you're going to meet a guy who's going to tell you, don't worry about doing something great for God. He's already great. He's got the great part figured out. Just go do something. And, and you should find your freedom in that. Um, and then in two years, you're going to meet the smoking hot Puerto Rican and you should drop everything and, and, and pursue that. Um, but then again, I didn't do that and she pursued me and it turned out okay because, uh, (laughs) your boys also, oh no. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I can, can I, I just want to know, can you guys hear over the podcast? Can you hear the eye roll? Because it's really evident. Okay. (laughs) I can can hear it as well as see it. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Jules? What would you say to your... What would I say to my senior self? I would say, you are who you think you are. You are who you say you are. And you're pretty awesome. And you're not what other people think you are. You're not what other people say you are. Um, Don't, if you feel like you're in a place where you've been put down and made to feel inferior, that's not who you are. Don't believe it. Um, if someone's not being your friend, someone's doing things that aren't, you know, like they're your friend, believe them. Yeah. That's believe good. them. Um, and, and let that burden go and open yourself up to new friends and new possibilities in a new place. Um, I wish I had that confidence in myself then that I have now. I, I feel like it took way too long for me to figure that out but yeah um just you know you are who you say you are so tell yourself good things um god says you are fearfully and wonderfully made um so find your freedom in that god doesn't make things that are you know not wonderful and I'm not saying that in a way to be, you know, arrogant or self-serving, but some people need to say that, especially girls. They need to feel that, you know, that 
they have value and that their opinion in their the way they look at the world matters and that if they're not wearing the cutest thing or you know dating the hottest guy or doing the coolest thing in their life that they're less than the others who are and that's simply not true and i kind of believe that about myself and i wish i hadn't um i wasted a lot of years you know, trying to figure that out. I wish I would have figured that out sooner. I was put down by many people at the time to tell myself I was an introvert. Now, if you know me now, I was always an extrovert. Um, always out there, always opinionated, always willing to say what I wanted to say and act crazy and be silly and, you know, do silly things and, and have fun and all of these things. Um, but it wasn't cool. You know, and so now I I feel more of who I am. And I think it comes with age. It comes with growing and maturing. But I sure wish I would have figured that out a lot sooner than I did. That's good. Sometimes. uh, Hey, this is just a just two things that jumped out of what you said just now. One is that old Maya Angelou quote that says when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. That's one. And two, um, I'll just say um, if someone tells you that you're an introvert, make sure that they're not just trying to tell you to be quiet. Ooh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. People don't get to label you as an introvert. Mm-hmm. Or they wish you were one. Yeah, exactly. Or so. they are one, therefore, mm. yeah. That's good. Okay. So those were, those were our cards. Some of them were fun. Some of them were, were, were heavy. Uh, were heavy. <laughs> but, uh, but those are good. That's a, that's a good wild card segment, baby. I liked that game. There she goes. All right, ladies, you guys ready for the B? Absolutely. Sure. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! All right, this week in the Babylon B, church adds laugh track after pastor's jokes. <laughs> Christ Church of the Hills live stream their sermons every Sunday. One thing that's missing, though, is is the audience laughter at all of the pastor's hilarious jokes. To make the live stream sermon feel more real for the audience, the pastor has instructed the tech team to add a laugh track after each of his jokes. (laughs) How How do we know that God loves baseball? Because the Bible starts with, in the big inning... Oh, my word. Pastor Jim jokes Sunday morning, following, uh, followed by uproarious laughter from the laugh track. Get it? Abel? Like, take your pills again. <laughs> Gosh, Try okay. living with those alarms. Like, seriously. Like, he's never by his phone when the alarm goes off. Like ever. Are we going to talk about alarms? I don't understand why you have an alarm that goes off first thing in the morning during a quarantine. Nobody has to be up at six o'clock. Just turn the alarm off. It's 630. It doesn't. And it gets me ready. Like it gets me ready to get up. I start getting up. No, I don't. Every morning you go back to sleep. And then it tells me to turn it on so I can start watching Good Morning America and get everything ready. I'm sorry, but your argument's up anyway. Yes, ma'am. So, um, (laughs) what is happening? (laughs) 
<sighs> Christchurch isn't the only one that's doing this. More pastors are really having trouble preaching as they're used to the congregation. See, I only think he's reading this because he likes to hear himself talk. <laughs> laughing really, really hard at all the incredibly clever quips, puns, and jokes they get out of a sermon joke book. <laughs> that's funny. So unfortunately, Jim's joke about Boaz being ruthless bombed hard and even the laugh track refused to laugh so there we go that was uh that was the b, was oh, the b. No, not the bees not the bees ah! all right andrea what's your not for me this week okay my not for me is something that i'm going to continue to do because i have to but it's not for me does anyone else feel like they've washed a hundred thousand sinks of dishes since this whole thing started. Yes. Well, I don't because Seth does a lot of the dishwashing, but <laughs> we, I, ha- we, we have a system. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold I did on. admit that. I'm going to isolate that and I'm just going to have it as a button on my phone to be able to play. <laughs> <laughs> and her sis- our system is Seth cooks and cleans. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Seth cooks and does the dishes. Yeah, that is not true. <laughs> well, listen, I live alone. And when you eat at home, when you when you're cooking for one, it's there's not much point in using the dishwasher because it takes you a month to get enough dishes to fill the dishwasher. Use paper plates. You can't I get use, paper plates. I use paper plates, but I still have like cooking dishes and forks. Yeah. And I don't. I just I feel like I have washed at least a thousand sinks full of dishes in the last yeah. four weeks. I, I'm so, right there with you. I completely get you. Yeah. So I'm going to continue doing it. But anyway, that's my not for me. What you could do is you could boycott for two days and see if anybody else will do it. And in my experience, the answer is no. Hey, Jules, what's your not for me this week? <laughs> what's your not for me? My not for me this week is uh, iPhone game commercials that are nothing like the actual game. So yep. as I'm sitting there and I'm playing games. And it's all it's, bejeweled. Yeah, yeah. Every 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 game, game is, is bejeweled. Every single one. But if you know, there's like all these weird logic games, and if you pull this pin, you you'll set the fish on fire. But if you pull this pin, the fish gets to swim free. And I'm like, oh, I might want to play that game. So I download Fishdom. You know what that game is not have any of it? Pins. There's no pins. No, in I fishdom. played that game for like ten hours trying to figure out where the <laughs> where stupid the pins? fish with the pin is. I don't. I don't know that I, I might cut that out for you. <laughs> <laughs> for your sake. <laughs> it was at a really low point on a Saturday during yeah. quarantine. And it was like, I am not leaving. Quarantine rules, baby. I am not Listen. leaving this spot. I am so mentally drained of trying to work and handle yeah. children and children and computers and me and computers and other people in computers. And I'm just over it. Yeah. Well, so what I, about you? What's your what's your oh. not for me? Does it have to be like coronavirus related? It, it does not at okay. all. Okay. Um, my not for me. <laughs> oh, am we going to get so much trouble for this? Always. Um, is trying to be PC in business talk. You know, like I handle a lot of HR things. I manage a lot of people and I'm trying to, you know, say, oh, you know, we could we could work on our performance. You know, we can do better and and we can, you know synergy stuff like that um <laughs> what i really just want to say is suck it up 
Do your job. <laughs> Grow up. I'm not your mama. <laughs> but I can't say that. We're looking at ways to improve your job performance. We're looking at ways that we can make you better, make you successful. Yeah, we really want to empower you to make the right decisions that will make the most positive impact on the functionality of your work. And I really think that if we could just drill down on one, one or two specific issues, it could really be a game changer. But I am going to need you to get on board with that. So is there any way that we can maybe circle back and touch base in two days and see if you've... Uh, Work if on our communication, make yeah. sure that we're communicating, that we're on the same page, yeah. you know, going towards the same goals. I'm not your mama! Yeah, but I mean, is there a better way that we could incentivize our team to, to I mean, I don't know if there's one single magic bullet that's going to do that, but if we can just get everybody on the same page, I really think that it would help with our pro- proactivity. I'm really good at it, guys. That's my secret talent. That's my secret talent. That's it. That's my secret talent. That I can do that. So, all right. If if you can't do those things, we may be freeing your future soon. By by the way, that's that's my favorite way to fire somebody. I'm going to free up your future to go do something else. Um, (laughs) It's been my favorite. It's pretty great. All right. Andre, are you ready to get out of here? Absolutely. Julie, are you ready to get out of here? Sure. All right. (laughs) All right. So this week... um, Church Helpers from Anonymous Pastors. I actually got this one. I'm not going to have it be anonymous, but I'll tell you exactly who said it. Um, I was listening to the new podcast, the Ministry Connect podcast uh, that has uh, just started. The host is Adam Markham, and one of the, the pastors on there, John Brockman, talked about all the people doing live streams and people who are who feel excited about how big production they can do, but some people feel bad about what small production they can do because their church, all they can handle is, is, a, is a cell phone being held in the back of the room, you know? And what he talked about was when God spoke to Moses and Moses said, I don't feel adequate to do what it is that you've called me to do to go talk to Pharaoh. God looked at Moses and said, what's that in your hand? And Moses looked down at his staff. And so this church helper from an anonymous pastor is right now, whenever you don't have all of your tools at your disposal, I'm going to encourage you to look down and say, what do you got in your hand? Because whatever you have in your hand is good enough for God to work with. So there's, there's our, our church helpers from anonymous pastors. Andrea, that's a show. An entire show. It is. But our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts about any of the topics today. Listen, if you want to tell us what you would tell your senior self, um, no, your senior year self, not your senior self. I mean, your younger self, your younger self. (laughs) If you want to tell us what your special talent is or what topic in the youth group was way overrated or the moment that you realized that you grew up, whatever those might want to be, just let us know. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, don't forget to like and follow and comment us on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And as a reminder, for every comment we receive on Apple Podcasts, we will donate $1 to a charity or ministry. This month, we are sending a kid from church to youth camp as long as that still is a thing when that time comes for that to be a thing. 
Remember, the greatest compliment that you can give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode or maybe another episode that is your favorite and then tell them to subscribe because we do it every single week. Yeah, and uh, and so we will be back next week. Well, uh, I think we got something special planned for next week. We'll kind of talk about it. But until then, this is Seth. This is Julie. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. <laughs>